Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen to <laughs> Now on FM 1071. Heavy rain most of the night south of San Antonio. There's some flash flooding going on right now. Rain chances continue for our area today. And not going to be a washout by any stretch of the imagination. I about 90 degrees or so today. Good morning to you. It is the 24th. It's Wednesday. And the Presidente is set to announce, we're told by news sources, you know, CNN, Associated Press, all the usual ones, uh, we are told that the president's going to cancel, forgive, write off uh, student loan debt up to $10,000. Uh, he's going to announce that today. First of all, it's not forgiving. It's not canceling. It's not writing off. It's called transferring. It's, it's taking the, the student loans that somebody else made and they promised to pay back and putting it on the rest of us. Everybody else, all of us will have to pay. And the estimates are it's going to cost each of us, each living, breathing human in the United States, about $2,000. It's going to be about $300 billion, $330 billion to pay off the student loans. And it's not enough for the NAACP. They're whining and crying, as they always do. They don't, they don't ever do anything without whining and crying about it. It's not enough. you got to cancel it all. Cancel it all for all black people, says the NAACP. First of all, don't cancel squat, Joe Biden. It's not yours to cancel, forgive. Oh, excuse me. It's none of that. It's transferring to all of us on the backs of those of us who took care of ourselves and did our own responsibility and did what you do in this country. You assume responsibility. And when you assume responsibility and you make a deal with somebody, you follow through on that deal. You don't expect somebody else to pay for your house or your car or your student loan. You do it. You're the one who made that deal. You pay for it. But when you have to buy votes, when you have to bribe young voters, by the way, the most recent edition of the Harvard Youth Poll, indicating that Biden's approval rating among young voters is less than 40%. That's an 18% decline since the spring of 2021. He's bribing young voters with this. Well, let me tell you what. Next to be cars, next to be homes, next to be your business loans, next to be everything else. We're just going to transfer that to everybody. It's called communism. That's how it works. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're collapsing the middle class in the United States. They're going to be taking this money from the middle class to pay for people who say, hey, it's not my problem. I, yeah, sure, I made the deal. And a lot of these people, by the way, here's the real dark side of this that they're not telling you in the news today. The real dark side of this is a lot of these people, very young adults, right out of high school, get these loans, and then they turn around and don't really spend it on school. That's why many of them don't have the paper to prove that they actually did school. They buy cool stuff with it. They pay for their phone bills. They may put it down on a new Mustang. They buy all kinds of stuff with their, quote, student loan that they get. That happens all the time. I know of it because I've seen it happen. So today, Joe Biden supposedly is going to announce that that debt, when you hear him say, I'm forgiving, canceling, whatever, it's none of that. It's transferring the responsibility from those who said, I will take on that responsibility, and I promise by oath and by signing this piece of paper that I will pay it back. And because the ultra-left in this country is demanding this of this numb-brained walking mannequin that we have as a president, he's going to announce that today, or the administration's going to announce However, they're going to release it today, and they're going to transfer the debt of other people onto the rest of us. Folks, 
it's a very dangerous precedent to set because next, like I said, will be cars. Next will be credit cards. Well, you shouldn't have to pay your credit card debt. Why should you have to pay your credit card debt? You shouldn't have to be responsible for that. You shouldn't have to pay your car debt. You shouldn't have to pay your home mortgage. No, that's the man getting to you. No. You know what this is, by the way? This is greed. These are people who are just flat greedy, demanding that you pay for it. And I thought the Dems were all against greed. Big corporations, they're all greedy. No, the, these people who want this done. And by the way, this benefits the, all, the, all the reports, all of the analysis has been done on this. It benefits the wealthy in America more than anybody else. Okay, so that's supposedly going to happen today. Also going to happen today, the Biden administration is going to give another $3 billion, the biggest ever, to Ukraine. I told you this is going to go on. I'm the one who's calling it out. No oversight, no oversight, no oversight. Joe Biden's just doing this. I don't know where the money's going. Don't know how the money's being spent. Neither does anybody else. You know his son was all up in Ukraine. You know his son was being paid by Burisma in Ukraine. You know when they wanted to investigate Hunter Biden about this, Joe Biden went over and threatened that he was going to withhold a billion dollars of U.S. uh, taxpayer money, and they canceled the investigation. Uh, Biden says this is going to go on forever. It's going to go on until the American people stop it at the at the polls. That's how long it's going to go on. And if the Democrats get elected, and if Joe Biden stays in office, it's going to continue forever, and that's your money. They're printing money which devalues your money. Your money is worth less on its way to becoming worthless. And Joe Biden is doing that by printing more and more money. Alejandro Mayorkas coming to San Antonio this week. Hey, he's coming to check on the... Not the border. He's coming to talk to the Fire Rescue International Conference. And he's going to talk to them about how America is on fire. America is still burning the U.S. persistence fire problem. Now, the border's wide open. We have people dying at the border. We had another 4,000 come through one sector in one day this weekend. And the guy who is largely responsible for this is coming to San Antonio to talk about America still burning the U.S. persistent fire problem. Elaine's going to invite him to come in here on Friday morning. He will not come because he won't face anybody who will actually hold his feet to the fire. He'll face the wimps on CNN, the people, you know, MSNBCs of the world. But he won't come in here and sit across the table with me because he knows I'm going to ask him the hard questions. He knows I got the evidence. I got the facts right here. By the way, speaking of facts, Tony Gonzalez was speaking this week about how the Migrant Center here in San Antonio that we've talked about, the Migrant Center is being staffed by fire department personnel. That's a story that you've already heard. That's been in the news. But we have a personal story. As uh, Yesterday, a friend of mine sent me a video. Uh, their building, uh, the fire alarm went off in their building yesterday, and they were all ushered outside, right? That's, you know, protocol. But then they were told, sorry, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. You're going to be outside for a while because we don't have enough fire and EMS personnel to get over to you right now. We'll get there. Now, now, thankfully, God bless, the building was not on fire. Thankfully, nobody was injured or hurt. But it's going to be a while because we don't have enough personnel. Why? Because they're down there taking care of the illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. The Del Rio sector Border Patrol agents apprehended 4,000 who crossed uh, this past weekend. And by the way, 
You've got, on Monday, two illegal immigrant children dying in the water. A two-month-old is in the hospital here in San Antonio. Kids drowning in the Rio Grande, trying to cross the river. The climbing number of illegal immigrant deaths in the river, 300 in 2019, 247 in 2020, 566 in 2021, and 609 so far through July of this year. Governor Greg Abbott is in the New York Post this morning with an article, a, a op-ed piece, Eric Adams is all talk when it comes to open borders, and certainly the uh, the mayor of New York City is absolutely all talk when it comes to open borders, and our governor is, is holding him to account by writing this piece for the New York Post this morning. And uh, Republicans are now saying that Joe Biden must disclose how much taxpayers are paying the NGOs, the non-government organizations, to fly illegal aliens into the U.S. If you want to do a little interesting thing, by the way, just a sidebar, uh, do a little research on NGOs, non-government organizations, getting your taxpayer dollars and what they've been doing in Ukraine for decades now, which has brought us to where we are in Ukraine today. But anyway, um, records reveal that the Biden administration has been flying border crossers and illegal aliens into the U.S. interior on domestic commercial flights. We've all known that. We've reported that because right here in San Antonio, at the cost of tens of thousands of your dollars. So how much is you know has he been spending to fly his people around? Republicans are now demanding an answer. You guys don't hold your breath because you're going to turn purple and die before you get an answer from the administration on that. 210-599-5555. Those of you down south talking about Carrizo Springs and Pearsall and Pleasanton and places like that down to the south of San Antonio have been having heavy rain most of the night. And uh, it continues right now. We're going to talk a little bit about that and our weather, too, coming right up. Trey Ware, KTSA. And FM 1071, stay connected. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going to turn the phones on right now. So tell me what you think about this. 210-599-5555. Joe Biden is going to, according to news sources now, announce today the, the administration. I don't even know if he's going to come out of hiding and do this. I have no idea what these people are going to do anymore, right? He's going to transfer student loan debt to you. It will add to inflation because tuition will increase. If people do not have to pay back their student loans, there's going to be more people that are going to be lining up to get student loans. <laughs> right? I mean, if you don't have to pay it back, give it to me. I get all this money, por nada? I don't have to pay it back? Absolutely. I'll get a student loan today if somebody else is going to pay it. And so now, those of you who are staring at red brake lights right now, and maybe you went to college and you paid your loan off like you promised you would do, like we do in America. Well, like we used to do in America. The America that you and I grew up in that we love so much, it's gone right now under this administration, under these fools and idiots and thieves that are stealing our country away from us. What do you think about that? Are you, are you proud uh, of, of what they're doing? Are you proud of this president? Are you proud of this administration? That is taking the debt that others said that they would pay back and they're putting it on you and on your children and on your grandchildren who are now responsible for paying the student loans. And, by the way, the NAACP, AOC, the other C's and D's and A's and S. Well, you know what? It's not enough. we got to cancel all of it. It's $1.7 trillion. There's no canceling debt. You do not cancel debt. There's no such thing. All they do is they transfer it to people who actually work, people who actually are responsible, people who actually do what they say that they're going to do, people like you, 
who are now responsible. You wake up this morning, you're waking up this morning, and you are responsible for the debt of other people. How, how many steps is it and how far away is it until you're responsible for some, your, your neighbor's mortgage? Well, I shouldn't have to pay my mortgage. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, somebody else to pay my mortgage. I shouldn't have to. Why should I have to pay my mortgage? I don't know why I got to pay my mortgage. It's $200,000, so I used to have to pay that back. And you know what? If he could get away with it, this president would do it. He would do it in a heartbeat. So what do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. By the way, uh, the Cato Institute saying the people in higher income households more likely to have student debt and owe more on average, so most cancellations plans will benefit the wealthy more than middle or lower income families. So you guys who didn't go to college, no matter what you're doing, maybe you work in construction, maybe you work in a you know plumbing company, I don't know, whatever, you're going to be paying the debt for these guys that got these really long letters behind their names and a certificate hanging on a wall in a hallway that they can look at, and you get to pay for it. A report from the Brookings Institute, which is a far-left organization, explaining that one-third of student loan debt is owned by the wealthiest 20% of households. Only 8% is owned by the bottom 20%. But that doesn't matter. When you're trying to bribe people to vote in the midterms, this is the kind of thing that you do. You put it on American uh, households that are struggling to pay the ExxonMobil bill. And who are now, instead of shopping at HEB, they're shopping at the dollar store for their groceries. That's what you do is you put it on those people so that you continue to collapse the middle class on the way to turning the United States of America into a third world country. And that's exactly their plan. That's exactly what they're doing. They're going to have the uber wealthy and the ruling class and then the rest of us down here. There will be no middle class and they are doing it purposefully. Thieves are stealing catalytic converters off of cars parked at Trinity University, other parking lots around San Antonio. So you park your car, you go to the football game at Alamo Stadium, you come out, and your catalytic converter is missing. Friday night lights, Friday night football begins this week. Keep that in mind. Texas School District is banning critical race theory and will not promote preferred pronouns. All right. Congratulations to the Grapevine Colleyville Independent School District north of, uh, north of here. Going to ban the teaching of critical race theory, and they will not promote, require, or encourage the usage of pronouns not aligned with the student's actual sex. Implemented a strict process for reviewing library books as well, requiring the students use the restrooms and locker rooms that align with their actual sexes. Library materials must be posted online and ready available for review by parents, and a strict oversight process has been put in place for choosing and approving of the books. And the Grapeville Colleyville Independent School District further bans the teaching of sexual orientation and gender identity until the fifth grade. They're banning boys from playing in girls' sports. And the New York Times 1619 uh, Project disinformation, which is saying that if you're white, you're a racist, you're just white privilege, and if you're white, you're just a racist just because you're white, and so on and so forth. So good on them. Paul Pelosi's uh, DUI video, dash cam video, has been released. It was just a few seconds of it, by the way. Shows him being interviewed by California Highway Patrol in the moments after the May 28th crash near Napa. 
He can be heard mumbling and stumbling and falling around, saying, I had a glass of champagne before dinner, a glass of white after dinner. Yeah, right. And how many vodkas in between? <laughs> it's always two, isn't it? It's always, oh, I just had a couple. Pelosi was unsteady on his feet. Well, I watched it. He was unsteady everywhere. In fact, one of the officers had him, you know, with his hands on the on the on the hood of the car, which was trashed. He wiped out that Porsche and the other guy's car too, injuring the other person really bad. But anyway, the cop had to reach over and hold Pelosi so he didn't fall down. That's how snockered drunk this guy was. He was falling down drunk. Hey, my question is, where's Mad? We always hear from Mad about stuff like this. Mad, you know, mothers against drunk. I can't believe this. You're driving. When it's a normal, just average, everyday Joe Schmo who does this, or if it's a conservative, this gets, gets caught because conservatives do get caught. It does happen. But they have not said a peep about Paul Pelosi, and they won't. Why? Because Nanners is in charge of how much money can flow to Mad and their affiliate organizations. So they're going to keep their mouth shut. They ain't going to bite the hand that feeds them. You know how that works. All right, back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's Wednesday, August 24th, 536 at 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. All right, the... Um, the numbers are horrifying that we're now seeing about illegal immigrant deaths that are happening along our southern border. People are coming here because, and they're being enticed by Joe Biden's implicit promise of uh, permanent U.S. residents and all the goodies that they are getting once they are here. The steadily climbing number of migrant deaths at the southern border. Last year, 566 so far this year 609 just through july let's go back to 2019 it was half half that number so the numbers have doubled to the people who are dying just monday you had two immigrant children illegal immigrant children their mothers were bringing them here one was the the raging water yanked her out of mom's arms and down the river she went found her body later and they got a two-month-old in a hospital here in San Antonio. Now, this doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be going on. It's going on because the border is open and because this administration is encouraging these folks to come. It's human trafficking. And this administration is participating in human trafficking. And one of the guys that's participating in this is Alejandro Mayorkas, and he is going to be in San Antonio on Friday, and we are inviting him very publicly to come into the studio Friday morning and sit across from me. I will clear out everything that we do between 6 and 7. That includes commercials and everything else so that we can have a discussion. Mano y mano, face-to-face, because ABC is not going to ask him the tough questions. ABC is one of the worst, highly left-leaning and slanted news organizations on planet Earth. I watched David Muir last night, and everything they're doing is anti-America, anti-conservative, anti-family, pro-left, pro-communism. I'm watching it. I'm watching it on the TV. The direction that they're headed in this country and and, and, and force-feeding this stuff into the minds of, of the American people. 
So uh, they're not going to ask those kind of questions. CNN's not going to ask those kind of questions. MSNBC's not going to ask those kind of questions. I will. So Alejandro, you are invited personally to come in here. We'll make you a cup of coffee. I mean, you know, we may even grab a Krispy Kreme or two and bring it in here for you. That way you can have your breakfast and eat it too. By the way, Friday is National Dogs Day, and Krispy Kreme is putting out dog donuts. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on as well. Tony Gonzalez says it's completely wrong that the fire department is having to run the Migrant Resource Center over on San Pedro and San Antonio. Well, the whole center is completely wrong, okay? The whole concept of the center is wrong. But to take fire resources off the streets of San Antonio and have men and women whose jobs, what they signed up for, was to keep houses and buildings from burning down. And when there's car crashes, to show up with an EMS to keep people alive and get them to the hospital. That's what they signed up for. They didn't sign up to feed illegal immigrants that are coming into the country. And, Tony, you're right to point this out. You're right to say something about it. Um, And you're right to put the mayor's telephone number out there and tell the mayor to stop it. The mayor can stop it. Uh, he can call the fire chief right now and say, no, no more. We're not doing this anymore. And the mayor should stop it. It's taking limited resources off the streets of San Antonio that taxpayers are paying for. You are paying for great fire protection. You're not paying. This is not, I mean, you are paying for the immigrant center. ha. Huh? But that's not what the intent is for. You intend to have great fire protection. But it's costing us precious resources and manpower to be down there feeding these illegal immigrants at the Migrant Resource Center instead of riding a truck and making sure that houses and buildings don't burn down. While they continue to stream across the border at unbelievable numbers now, and the Border Patrol chiefs down along the border continue to tell us that as they continue to slam us, like in the Del Rio sector over the weekend, 4,000, what that did was it takes Border Patrol agents off the border, turns them into paper pushers, and the cartels and then everybody else can get more illegal drugs across the border. That's fentanyl and the others right here into the youth in the United States of America. So um, the border is, is, is an absolutely chaotic situation. It's out of control. It's overrun. It's chaotic. And the main thing that is so frustrating about it is the United States government is participating in human trafficking. That's just absolutely unfathomable to those of us who are law-abiding citizens in this country. If you're just now waking up, you, you uh, overnight, well, at least at some point today, according to news sources like CNN and the others <coughs> that, that are nothing more than mouthpieces for this administration, President Biden is going to announce a plan to transfer the debt, the college debt, from those who are refusing to pay, I don't have to pay my car. Well, I say I have to pay my debt. And transferring it to those of you who actually work and get things done in this country. What do you think? 210-599-5555. Um, it's going to cost you, apparently, at least right now, $2,000. It's going to increase inflation because the cost of everything is going to go up, including the cost of tuition. That's going to go up as well. It's going to cause lines for people getting more student loans because if you don't have to pay it back, shoot, yeah, man, bring it on. I'm going to get so much more. But then what do you think about the next step? 
because you know that if this uh, wacky, uh, these crazy fools that are running this country right now, if they could get away with it, they'd put car loans uh, out there for you to assume and mortgages for you to assume. And on it, I mean, really, why stop at student loans? Why should you ever have to pay a loan back? Why should anybody have to pay a loan back when we can just make the working stiffs in this country pay for it? Yeah, I'm offended by it. I get up at midnight every night, and I don't get up at midnight to pay student loans back for people that that uh, that go out and make these deals on their own. If you made the deal and you got the student loan and you got the money, then you get your butt out of bed at midnight and you pay it back. You get in a pickup truck and stare at red brake lights and you drive to Bill Miller's and you throw uh, eggs on a plate and you pay it back. You don't expect it to be transferred. It's not being forgiven. It's not being canceled. There's no such thing as canceling debt. It's an impossibility. All they're doing is transferring it from these little wimp asses who will not pay their responsibilities onto those of us who work every day. Lee, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Good morning, Trey. Uh, you know, you know, getting all these new IRS agents, maybe they're going to be working on getting us up to $10,000 worth of, uh, of uh, tax uh, forgiveness. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. No, the, the $10,000 is going to be added on to what you are paying right now. And what I'm paying right now, we are assuming the debt, and we're not doing it voluntarily. This is being forced on the hardworking people of the United States of America, people who got their college debt paid for because they worked two or three jobs, or people who never went to college who now have to pay the college debt for these little snot-nosed, uh, numb-brained children who the president is bribing for their for their votes. 210-599-5555. Quick break. More in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. There's a... Get over it. Yeah. Anybody for a little Henley this morning? All right. Sing it, son. Great job, Jimmy. We just had to play that because all these little whiny babies who won't pay their own student loans back, and yeah, we fired up this morning. We're a little hot under the collar. There's smoke coming out right back here behind my left ear. 210-599-5555, an analysis done by the Penn Wharton budget model, estimating that the cancellation is going to cost you and me about $330 billion dollars. With 73% of the cancellations going to the 60% of top earners in the United States. So those who are in the middle class and the lower middle class who are working every day. You're blue collar. Maybe you went to college. Maybe you went to community college. Maybe you went to something else and you scraped and you fought and you worked as many jobs as you could to make it through college and you paid your own way. Well, now these little sniffly, snotty-nosed kids that Joe Biden wants to kiss on the butt so they'll vote Democrat in the midterms, 
They're transferring their debt from them. Joe Biden is transferring their debt from them to you with a stroke of a pen. Oh, by the way, he's also going to extend the uh, budget or the the college loan forgiveness uh, where they don't have to pay anything on their college loan through next year with a stroke of a pen. Now, what is he, God? (laughs) You know, who is this guy that he can just take the debt of other people that other people agreed to pay and put it on the rest of us who get up every stinking morning and drive ourselves to work and work our fannies off and trying to find a way with credit cards and whatever to put gas in the truck and groceries in our bellies. Who is he? Who is he that he can take that debt and put it on us, which is exactly what he's doing? The National Taxpayers Union Foundation saying it's going to cost you and me and everybody else in this country over $2,000. Over $2,000 this year and more over time. In fact, this administration is real proud because they have already transferred about $32 billion off of the backs of 1.6 million Americans onto the rest of us already. And now they're adding to that. And the NAACP says, no, 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 you got to do more. You got to do more. President Biden's decision on student loan debt cannot become the latest example of a policy that has left black people, especially black women, behind, says Derek Johnson, the NAACP president. This is not how you treat black voters who turned out in record numbers and provided 90% of their vote to save democracy in 2020. So what they're saying is it's not enough. It's not enough. You've got to cancel it at all. There's $1.7 trillion in student debt. Folks, when you hear the word forgiveness, when you hear the word canceling, when you hear the word getting rid of, they're not getting rid of debt. You don't get rid of debt. It's transferring it. It's transferring it from them to you. They promised they would pay it back. And you're not that far away from car loans and then home mortgages and credit card debt and everything else being transferred to everybody else in this country. And, Jamie, you're on KTSA. Is it Jaime? Jaime, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. This is what happens when you you have pushed an agenda for many years, and the Democrats have been doing this for so long, and we're we're just letting it happen. The bad thing is, and you say it all the time, I mean, it's it's being said all the time by all the people that y'all have is, is that it's just one big party. It's not the Republicans are talking all this smack that they're going to do this when they take over. And I guarantee you, I mean, 90% of the of the stuff they're saying is not going to happen. It's not going to happen because it's all one party and they're going to help push the Democratic agenda. And we have to vote this. Well, let me, we let me explain something real quick, Jaime, and, and you're right. Let me explain something about that, though. Because I have said for years now, the two parties are basically the same, playing on the same team. They just wear different colored jerseys, and they're heading the same direction. But let me, let me explain to you something that's going on right now that we haven't seen. There's a revolution, an actual revolution, that is happening inside of the Republican Party. It's something that those of us who uh, love this country and are patriotic to this country were hoping was going to happen years ago during the Tea Party movement. And it happened a little bit, but it didn't come to maximum fruition. But it's happening in a, in a big way right now, where conservative Republicans are being asserted, they're being uh, blessed, if you will, by Donald Trump, they're being forced to the forefront uh, by people like you and me that want to see an actual change happen in this country. And they're winning their primaries, and they're moving into positions of power. 
And then you've got those who were kind of moderates that because of that, and I'll give you an example, uh, Greg Abbott was kind of a moderate as he was coming up in politics in, in Texas. But with this latest stroke of genius and what he's doing, bussing these illegals uh, to the East Coast, what a great stroke of genius. The, the moderates of the party, some of them are being forced to, to join the ranks of those of us who are conservatives, and the rest, they're being kicked out of office. So this is no reason to say no to Republicans, and I'm not a Republican. There's no reason to say no to Republicans in November. Uh, what yeah, we have to do is we have to stop every single Democrat that is up for re-election or up for a first-time election. We have to stop every single one of them. Democrats must be removed by by ballot in November, must be removed from the political landscape of the United States because they're destroying I, your country, destroying it. I I agree with that, but the problem is, is that that swamp, it, it sucks you in. And You're right. Support that. You're right. And that's why what we got to do, I got to go, Jaime, because I got to go. But what we got to do is we have got to replace every one of these swamp creatures. And it's going to take another Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis to go in there and start firing the the DOJ people and the FBI people and all these people that are in the swamp that we talk about every morning. We got to get rid of them. We got to start firing them and, 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 and replace them with people who actually love this country. Replace them with the Pompeos of the world. All right, quick break. Uh, when I come back, I, I got some stuff that's that's uh, very interesting about uh, Amazon that they're doing that I think you're going to find really interesting. It's just the tip of the iceberg, too. That's coming back. Trey Ware, KTSA. 107.1. Hit it! Ah, okay, got an action-packed hour. Uh, John Hayward's going to join me at 620. We moved him up a little bit because Chip Roy is going to be with me in the next half hour. I, I'm not going to steal your thunder, Don. Everybody listen to Don at the half hour for the story about the dinosaur tracks. I was reading about that earlier. Isn't that cool? It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I saw the pictures. Right. And the pictures are just unbelievable. Uh, maybe you put the pictures up on the on the website so yeah, people can go check it out. We're trying to, well, we have to get those licensed and whatever. Oh, so that's right. Once, once we can find some that are licensed. Because, because if you don't, the next thing you know, somebody's going to sue you like Hamilton is suing the church. Yes. Yeah, I got exactly. it. Exactly. I got you. Don't, don't need an email from corporate. Well, we've got <laughs> we've got a corporate meeting about that coming up. Yeah. So anyway, I no, I, I was I was looking at that. You know, out at Lake Mead in Las Vegas, they're they're uncovering human remains yeah. <laughs> as the water goes down. Yep. All the you know the mafia was dumping bodies in Lake Mead, and we just right. have a hundred thirteen year old dinosaurs. But what was interesting about that to me was the two species they found. One was fifteen feet tall and weighed seven tons. The other species. 60 foot tall, 44 tons. Can you imagine? Well, you know, the old adage that everything is bigger in Texas well, that's is apparently true, true that's even when it comes fact. to prehistoric animals. That is so. absolutely true. It's <laughs> a fact. So, you know, I'm thinking humans were alive at that time right. on this planet, yeah. walking around with some creature. Well, they didn't walk far, I'm sure. Well, that's right. You didn't get too far away. 60 feet tall. Can you imagine? And, and and 44 tons of animal? Yeah. Now, you know, we always laugh because Jurassic Park, all those movies always had the earth shake when they step. Ba-jong, ba-jong. But, but it literally did when those guys were walking along and they left huge imprints. Don's going to tell you about that at the bottom of the hour. I got something I want to get into that's that, that it's not political because we're going to do plenty of politics with John Hayward in the next segment. And then we got Chip Roy. This is just interesting about what's going on with our lives. And I know Jimmy's talked to me before about uh, Russell Brand and his podcast. It really is a good podcast. It really is a good one, right? So he uh, had, a, had a podcast on Monday when he's talking about Amazon. 
and what Amazon is doing. And it really is a frightening thing when you think about where they're going at Amazon with Whole Foods and their Amazon stores, okay? If you ever shop at Whole Foods. Now, one thing you'll notice at HEB right now, as you and I speak, HEB is setting up these places where you go through and you have the app and then on your phone and you do scan, and it's basically scan and go. They've been doing it at Sam's for a long time. But Whole Foods is taking it to another level, and Russell Brand was pointing this out. They're now doing a palm scan, a palm scan, where you wave your hand over this device, kind of like when you just wave the credit card over it, and it pays for whatever, your palm. Okay, so here's the deal with a wave of a hand. And Russell Brand is saying, bye-bye, freedom. This is it. Your freedom's going to go away said, the mentality behind these ideals, behind these advances, often includes data capture, increased power for companies like Amazon. He pointed out, as I've done many, many times right here on this show, that Amazon has relationships with the uh, police state, the CIA, the FBI, the federal government, the Pentagon, and they have been for years handing over your personal data to those places, to those organizations. And then he, on his podcast, played several news segments with reporters and anchors talking it up. What a great thing this is. I mean, look at this. It's wonderful. With just, and they all said the same thing, with just the wave of the hand, you pay for your items and you're out the store. Just the wave of a hand, wave of a hand, wave of a hand, wave of a hand. They all said the exact same thing, and Bram was pointing out. And he said, it's not like it says literally in the Bible, the mark of the beast will be rendered in the palm of your hand or anything like that. Don't worry. Just walk face first into Armageddon without questioning it. He's right. He's a million percent right. He mocked a reporter for claiming how inconvenient it is to pull out your credit card out of your wallet. Oh, my gosh. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. We're not all Joe Biden. We, we're functioning human beings, he said. <laughs> We can, Joe Biden can't pull a credit card out of his wallet, but we certainly can. And then he said this. He said, let's just hope that there's never a point when they start saying, what are your political beliefs? Now, where have you heard that before? Well, if you listen to this show, you have. The social credit score, you. Do you have the medications we want you to have? Do you believe what we want you to believe? Are you interested in freedom, are you? You're not interested in controlling your own life, are you? Just wave your hand and bye-bye freedom. And then he pointed out, in the past, Amazon made similar insurances that it would never share your data about Alexa, the ring camera, spying on people, but yet they are. Amazon devices, whatever the device is in your home, is always listening, and it's always recording, and they are sharing that data. Go ahead. I've never been a crazy Russell Brand fan, mm. but after this podcast, mm. he brings up logic, which mm. people hate, mm -hmm. and another angle that you didn't think of. I I really enjoy what he bring what he puts yep. out there. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been a fan of his either. To me, he's been way too far left and kind of <laughs> yeah. a nut job and all that. But now he's more of a libertarian and and more thinking about the freedoms that we are giving up. Well, let me let me give you another story that's in the same vein. The Associated Press has a story out this morning. Amazon keeps growing, and so does its cache of data on you. In recent weeks, Amazon has said it's going to spend billions of dollars in two gigantic acquisitions, broadening its ever-growing presence in the life of consumers. And they're going after two areas now, healthcare 
It's a four billion dollar buyout of One Medical, which is a and, and in Smart Home they're going to two billion dollar merger with iRobot. They make uh, Roomba vacuums. Now both of the mergers are heightening the enduring privacy concerns about what Amazon is gathering in data and what it does with that data. Like what Russell Brand was talking about, a swipe of the hand, a wave of the hand over at uh, Whole Foods, and you pay for your food. But all that data is now somewhere. Amazon has it, and they're sharing it with the government. They're selling, they're share, sharing it with big corporations. And they are acquiring vast sets of data with that Ruma collects about people's homes. Did you know if you have one of those little vacuum cleaners that runs around your home on its own, it's mapping your home. So Amazon is controlling about 38% of the U.S. e-commerce market, huge. And they're gathering what they call granular data about the shopping preferences of you. Every time you buy crap on Amazon... Every time you say something, if you have Alexa in your home, every time your Roomba fires off to go suck up the trash on the floor, they're gathering more information. Oh, every time the Ring camera comes on on your front door, because they own Ring too, they're gathering more information. It truly is a surveillance state. Not with the government doing it, but Amazon doing it on behalf of the government and big corporations. So Amazon's saying, we treat your palm signature just like other highly sensitive personal data, and we keep it safe using best-in-class technology and physical security controls. Well, that just means they turn it over. In fact, uh, it's hard to think of another organization that has as many touch points as Amazon does with an individual, said Ian Greenblatt. He's a J.D. Power uh, researcher. He says it's overwhelming. And Amazon, like any company, is looking to grow. They've purchased the Wi-Fi startup Eero so that they can start using uh, controlling the Wi-Fi in your home, too. So here's the deal. If it's mapping your home, then it can see your home. And Amazon says, well, we would never use that mapping stuff inside the home in order to try to sell it to a corporation so a corporation could sell you more, say, furniture. You know, that table's looking a little bit old over there. You need a new table. You need a new coffee table. You need a new couch, end table. You need all the, that lamp. Boy, that lamp. And you start getting ads. But what's really troubling about it, say the experts in this field, what's really troubling about it is the amount of surveillance because those devices that are listening in your home are always listening. They're not just listening when you say the name. When you say Alexa, that doesn't just fire her off to listen. She's listening 24-7 to everything that's going on, and it's recording everything that's going on inside of your home. And with their one medical deal, it sparked questions about how the company is going to handle personal health data that's going to fall into a lap. Sharing that data with the federal government and with big pharma look here's the deal bottom line to all this jeff bezos isn't uber wealthy and amazon doesn't own the e-market by selling crap online and a lot of stuff that you and i buy online is just pure crap clutter they collect and harvest personal info and data and they sell it to the interested parties whether it's major corporations, the government, the swamp, or whatever. And that is growing. And as that grows, your freedom shrinks. All right, got to tell you about Stevens Roofing. They're great guys here, ready to take care of all of your roofing needs. Stevens is here for you and your family. 
Yeah, Stevens is a local family-run organization. They always have been. They always will be to take care of you. That's what they're all about. You can trust them to do what's right for your family and your home. The hot Texas sun, the wind, the rain, the cold that we get. Bottom line is we have extreme weather conditions right here in San Antonio and South Texas. And that's tough on a roof. Any roof. It can cause it to erode, peel off can cause it to expose the wood surfaces down uh, underneath when we have these straight light winds and all that. You need a reliable roofer, and that reliable roofing company is Stevens Roofing. They can handle anything that the Texas weather throws at it. They're online at stevensroofing.net, and they're on the phone at 210-785-0994. Metal or composition, commercial, residential, whatever. Be sure your roof is safe and secure. Stevens Roofing has your family covered. 210-785-0994. Well, speaking of the rain, heavy rain most of the night down south of San Antonio, and some of it's been really heavy. The rain chances for us, for us around here, eh, off and on throughout the day today. Yep, expect to get some, but you're not going to get a washout here by any extreme. Uh, high near 90 and 91 tomorrow, 78 right now, KTSA. Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 621. I'm going to... Oh, it, the, the phone disconnected him. It does that every once in a while. I cannot explain it, folks. Sorry about that. I was going directly to John Hayward. Every once in a while, you punch the button and he just dumps him. So we're getting him back on the line. Um, John Hayward from Breitbart.com. Always joins me on Wednesdays. Usually he's here at 635 but we're getting him on a little bit early this morning because we're going to have Chip Roy on in the next half hour. Let me try this again and see if it'll... Oh, yes, I got him. Okay. So, John, let me... I did already did the intro and the setup, so let me just ask you the question now. Who does Joe Biden think he is? He's not canceling or forgiving student debt. He's transferring it off these little sniffly, whiny, snot-nosed kids who won't pay my students, and they're putting it on you and me and the rest of us who actually work our butts off to pay our bills. Who does he think he is to be able to do that? That's right. The hardworking family that's already having a hard time making ends meet under Joe Biden's inflation is now going to be robbed to pay off the student loans of people who make $120,000 a year. It's one of the most outrageous things I've ever seen. It's blatantly obvious vote buying. It's a Democratic Party in absolute panic. They're in free fall. They don't know what's going to happen to them in the midterm elections. So this is all they could think of. It's a heist. It's a robbery. It's put on a mask, get a gun, rob the bank. That's what they're going to do. And they're betting that the people that are getting all this money are going to be so grateful they'll vote for them, but it won't alienate anybody else that already is alienated. See, that's the key. They declared war on the middle class when Joe Biden took office, and they could give a damn whether you like it or not. You yeah. know, you're the enemy. They, they're going to destroy you. They don't care if you support it. You're their, their goal is, is to wipe you out, and this is part of what they're doing to you. It, Americans should be absolutely outraged at this. It's one of the worst, most irresponsible policies ever announced. It's probably unconstitutional. He doesn't have the authority. Republicans absolutely should impeach him once they have it. If he does this, as soon as they have control of Congress, that should be the end of Joe Biden. Yeah, because we didn't sign up for this. We, we did not sign up to pay the debt for somebody else. What's next? Am I going to have to pay somebody's stinking car loan or mortgage? What is next? 
uh, have bad news for you on that score. You already do, because all those expensive electric cars that they've been forcing people to buy, one of the big ways they force electric cars on us is gigantic subsidies. Those cars should cost a quarter of a million dollars a piece, and you've been paying the rest of it. So, I mean, you, you're, yes, you already are paying for other people's car loans, but that could get worse. I mean, yeah, they could do auto loan forgiveness on the electric cars. That's probably where they'd start. They'd do auto loan forgiveness on $80,000 electric cars and force guys working at McDonald's and sweeping shelves and stuff to, to pay that, too. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's an attack on working Americans. It's pure Marxist socialism, and it should be opposed with every breath in everyone's body. Make the Democrats pay for even suggesting this. That's a great idea. Um, the other thing we're finding out, shifting our attention to Mar-a-Lago and everything that's been coming out of there. And it, but by the way, I don't want Mar-a-Lago to be such a huge distraction that it pulls away from you know the kitchen table issues that Americans really are going to vote on in November. Uh, so I, you know, I want to continue to focus on those kitchen table issues. As you just said, this whole thing about transferring the debt of student loans onto everybody else, that's going to cost us. And the recent analysis is about $2,000 or more in the upcoming couple of years. And that's going to only going to grow over time. It's going to increase inflation. So that really is a kitchen table issue. Uh, this one here at Mar-a-Lago, it is to a certain degree. And that means, uh, when I say that, the deep state going after political opponents i fully believe two things about this one is they were going in there to try to find something they could hang on donald trump and number two is they were trying to make sure he didn't have anything he could hang on them should he become president again in 2024 remember these guys that are running this op this raid operation are the same ones same exact names that ran the whole russian collusion deal and now we're finding out through you know back channel emails and letters and everything else the biden administration was running the trump raid operation through the national archives had a little buffer there so nobody would realize the biden administration was running it but they were indeed using the national archives to run this through the doj yeah and, and the story coming out is that this one kookberger who works at the national archives just had a bureaucratic hissy fit when he saw trump leaving with documents and that's how this all got started how are any of these people still there how is anybody connected with the russia collusion hoax still employed by the government in any capacity whatsoever i mean th this is an outrage it's one of those things you're right it should be a kitchen table issue not only because they could do it to you too because you're in jeopardy of being hit by abusive law enforcement and increasingly federal law enforcement is looking like the armed wing of the democrat party that's not good for anybody we should resist that is tyrannical but also how are these people still there how can this government still be so fabulously corrupt that they can still do things like this and the people who did the last outrageous abuse of power nobody lost their jobs they're all still there and they could just do it again that's something the republicans if they're smart will fold that into their message and make the point that you're being robbed blind to post for this bloated government you're financing this gigantic ridiculous incompetent useless state and the only thing it does as well is defend its own interests by attacking you. Well, and we have the border still. I mean, the border is wide open. We got people dying coming across the border. We got a young child, two month old, in the hospital here in San Antonio after almost drowning in the river. We've got thousands upon thousands coming across every day. They are importing, the Biden administration is importing all of the third world countries around the world into the united states to turn us into a poor third world nation and the research the demographers that i'm reading john i don't know who you're checking out but the ones i'm reading are telling us that this is going to happen in 10 years or less in a decade or less which is like that fast the united states will be a poor third world country 
Right. And if you say that in a critical way, you get banned from social media. If, if you point that out and you read those reports and then you say, I don't think this is a good idea or the American people didn't vote for this, they ban you from social media. But if you say it in an approving way and you say, yay, great, we're going to be a majority minority country, then that's wonderful and that's fine and you get plaudits and applause. That's another thing we should be sick to death of, this slanted free speech field, this travesty that free speech is becoming because we're not allowed to discuss this. The only reason anything is getting better with illegal aliens, the one and only reason that the border might be getting better is because a couple thousand of them were sent to New York and D.C. and the incompetent <laughs> Democrats that runs those cities had absolute meltdowns. Over a couple of thousand at most. That's Texas on a slow morning. Uh-huh. And it brought New York to its knees. So I mean, they're finally getting a taste of what they're doing to the rest of the country and they can't take it. And every American should be paying very close attention to that. Appreciate you, John. We'll talk again next week, as always. Take care. Good to talk to you again. All right. John Hayward from Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One, and Chip Roy coming up in the next half hour. Pecos Fence Company, the best in Texas to take care of all of your fencing needs. Can't tell you, you know, can't stress enough how important it is to have a great fence around your piece of property for security purposes. And whether that's your personal property there at your house or it might be commercial property, you may own a building or work for a corporation. And uh, whatever it is, you might have some ranch land or whatever. Uh, The folks over at Pecos Fence Company can build a fence for you, can repair a fence for you, or sell you the materials so you can do it yourself. Whether it's a little repair job, and I did one last year with a friend of mine over at somebody's house. We bought some pickets from over at Pecos and went over and put those pickets in. Turned out great. Cedar privacy fencing, uh, chain link fencing, they do it all. They have great welders on staff, too, over at Pecos Fence Company, so they can weld some gorgeous gates and whatever for you. And they always give you free estimates. So whatever the fencing job is, you've got a company that's going to take great care of you and do what's right for you and your family and your piece of property. That's Pecos Fence Company, the best in Texas, at 210-655-5656. All right, it's 636 at KTSA. Trey Wary here. Captain Don Morgan right over there. There's Jimmy and there's Elaine. This is just a real odd thing, just out of the blue, man. We were, I guess, talking about, oh, we were talking about water fountains a second ago <clears throat> in the producer's room, and uh, I was trying to tell Elaine and Sean about these concrete water fountains that we used to drink out of when we were kids in elementary school. Right. They were about 12 feet long, mm-hmm. made out of concrete, and had a pipe that ran down the middle, you had a little handle, and you turn that handle on, and we would line up about 12 deep on that thing and drink water out of there, right? Right. So I was trying to describe it. Elaine's too young. She doesn't, you know, she's young, so she doesn't get that, you know. Sean's from the East Coast where they each had their own individual water fountain because they were so wealthy on the East Coast. So I'm trying to explain to them how we were just like a herd of cattle walking up to the feeder. To, yeah. to get some water. If if somebody's got, I, I was looking on images on Google, I can't find it. If anybody's got a picture of that, Trey at TreyWare.com, just send it to me uh, so I can show it to these guys, all right? So, so uh, the, the old concrete water fountain. The old concrete water fountain with a pipe you, down the middle, and you had the little handle, and we'd line up there, just be, be like eight to ten of us lined up. Seriously, hmm. if you took a picture of us from behind, we would look like the cattle at the feeding trough, man. And we're sitting there <laughs> at feed time. No, I'd never heard of that. At recess, getting water. Yeah, see, that's, there's another one that I'd never heard of it. And I know I'm not, I'm not the only one who went to school with one of those long concrete water troughs that we used to drink. It's a water trough that we used to drink. And we didn't have to worry. Back then, we didn't worry about all the diseases and the dirt and filth on there.
No. That just added a little more fiber. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Helped get you through the day. That's exactly right, man. Didn't have enough lunch, you'd get a drink of water and you'd get something <laughs> out of there. <laughs> you'd find lunch hanging on yeah, there. Something. <clears throat> Natural resonant frequencies amplified from Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation music video released over 30 years ago are so powerful that they are killing laptop hard drives, according to Microsoft. Did you see the story? No. Yeah. While playing the 1989 title track from Rhythm Nation, researchers are finding that uh, what's causing this, it's crushing the inside of laptops, just crushing it. Hmm. The song has one of the natural resonant frequencies for the 5,400 RPM drives used by the manufacturer. But why this song, says the researchers. Does Windows not like this song? The researchers are saying the investigation turned extremely weird when they found out the song not only crashed the computer that the song was playing on, but other computers around with this natural resonance crashing the laptop. Let's try it. Go. See? 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 See what happens? See? It's for real, man. Wow. It's for real. For, for, for real. For real. Um, so apparently the natural resonant frequencies have not only destroyed internal storage systems, but they've also been strong enough to collapse bridges. What? That, yeah, seriously. Uh, in Seattle, the gig harbor there, Puget Sound, they had a they had a bridge back in 1940, and they had uh, strong windstorms. But it wasn't the wind that collapsed it; it was the natural uh, resonant sound in the wind that okay. collapsed that bridge, caused it to come down. That's so, interesting. <laughs> all I know is when these cars come up and down Eisenhower Road that have those gigantic woofers in the trunk or whatever, yeah. that want to collapse me about one o'clock in the morning when I'm sitting here. <laughs> Yeah, Talk about amazing. going for the pistol. Right. So a <sighs> Janet Jackson song, Collapsing Hard Drives All Over the World. Natu- uh, Rhythm Nation, huh. yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's a great song, too. Yeah, that is a good song. Good album. Yeah, it is. Old record. Miss You Much was a great song. Yeah, fun I, record. I liked Escapade on that. That was a good record. Yeah, I love yeah. That. That's a great song. To play that on this station yeah. a lot. I like the track, uh, dinosaur track story. Uh, I like yeah, the 60-foot-tall, cool. 44-ton dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a snack. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you're a chip. He could just put you in some hot sauce. Yeah, but you know, you're an old rancher. You're thinking if you could attach a plow to that thing, you could take your you know old, old back 40 in like half an hour. I was thinking about wrestling it to the ground and yeah. maybe branding it, putting a right. TW. The TW is on the wall at the, at the Little Red Barn. Yeah. About putting a T. I still have that brand. I could, I could brand that dinosaur. 60 feet tall. Yeah, good luck with that. No, for me. Actually, I want to stand back and watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like my dad, man. <laughs> he did that to me one time. Uh, I was 18, strong, been playing football all my life, you know, good body, and had a lot of strength. And we had a brand new bull. He was, I don't know how old. And I'm going to get in trouble with Peter for saying this, but we had him pinned up. And uh, he was, you know, he was fairly new, but it was time to air tag him and brand him. And I told Dad, I said, I'll just wrestle him to the ground and we can brand him and dad said you know he's a bull and i said yeah but he's only about six eight weeks whatever it was something like that and he said yeah but he's still a bull and we ain't cut him yet so he's still a bull and uh you don't understand what you're saying i said nah no problem i'll I, I, I take him on he said why don't you just put him in the pen it'll make it easier to brand i said nah 
I'll take him on. He ran over me like a, like like Jerome Bettis used to run over uh, middle linebackers. He ran over me like that and then stood on my chest. Oh, man. Just stood there. Dad has the picture. We have the pictures of this happening. And I stood up and I brushed the dirt and crap off my legs. And I said, well, why don't we pin him up? <laughs> Probably a good idea yeah, to pin yeah, this thing You were right on this whole pin him up thing. Right. Hey, Friday, you don't realize how fast they are. They, they well, uh, strong. They're just yeah. they're born strong. They come out right. strong. I I had a and yes, I had a, we used to use brands on them. Go ahead. I had a YZ one twenty five dirt bike when yep. I was about twelve, thirteen years old. Remember those? And, yeah. And so I was trying to get home. Um, I was running late, and I decided to take a shortcut through what I thought was just an ordinary cow pasture. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm zipping through. <laughs> Here comes a bull. <laughs> I'm zipping through doing about 40 miles an hour. Here comes this bull, and he's gaining on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Because you know why? Yeah. You're near his ladies. Yeah, exactly. And he don't appreciate some no. of the boy coming along the thing that's making noise getting near his ladies. You know, and you know those YZ Yamahas, <laughs> they sound like a swarm of mad sure. hornets. Sure. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> trying to get away from this. Did he catch you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, that was a dumb question, where because yeah. Hattie, I'm still you here. Be, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We wouldn't be having this conversation, yeah, Hattie. Exactly. Oh, I remember I got the, the guy who owned the farm saw me coming and he opened the gate and let and you it, through. Yeah, and in typical man's like, you're kind of a big dumbass. Aren't you? So, I got through and he he closes the gate. See. And he says, what do you have to say for yourself? And I said, I need a faster motorcycle. Yeah. You know what? That, that's the difference between Maine and Texas. Had you done that in Texas, we wouldn't have opened the gate. No. We would have charged admission and invited everybody to come watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see up there. But the, the, watch this the, guy. The, the lawyers aren't as good up there. Yeah, so well, that's, that's true. <laughs> I got to tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited. If you're ready to uh, you know, take charge of your own life and your own time and make your own living with your own business, I mean, I told you earlier this morning about this friend of mine that is in radio, well, was in radio, very successful in radio, but started with the Lifestyles Unlimited folks and FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, and he retired in a couple of years. Now, I'm not going to tell you that's your results. What I'm telling you is it's up to you how hard you want to work and what you want to do to get to where you want to go with your own lifestyle. Lifestyles Unlimited and FinancialFreedomLivestream.com will teach you how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties and start making passive streams of income for yourself. And yeah, you can retire in five years or less. You can do it. Make sure when you log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, you use my name as your promo code, WARE, W-A-R-E. In a minute now, we're going to be joined by Congressman Chip Roy, and we're going to be talking about these issues, these top news items of the day, and we'll get through as many of them as we can with him while we still have some time here up to the top of the hour. And of course, uh, Warren Rima coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, a border that is just completely open, and now more and more people are dying in the river trying to get over here. The fire department in San Antonio running basically uh, down, down uh, being involved in the in the migrant center, and uh, and and friends of mine and and listeners sending me uh, videos of them having delayed service now in San Antonio, and uh, Tony Gonzalez, U.S. representative, calling for us, all of us out here. To get in touch with Mayor Nirenberg and tell him to knock it off and uh, and quit using the fire department. That's not why these guys signed up. They didn't sign up to feed homeless illegal immigrants. They signed up to put fires out. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about with uh, my congressman, Chip Roy, uh, and a great guy that's that's doing a wonderful job representing us in, in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, Trey Ware here on KTSA. We go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And, and Congressman, I'll just start with this. Um, 
Who does Joe Biden think he is saying that he is going to transfer student loan debt? He's not. There's no loan forgiveness. There's no canceling of loans. That's what the media is calling it, but that's not what it is. It's transferring it from these little snot-nosed people who don't want to pay their loans back that they said they'd pay back onto you and me, those of us who are working stiffs in this country. Who does he think he is? Well, Trey, I mean, look, that, that is a great question. And this is just more of the uh, current administration and the current Democrats' agenda to uh, completely upend our American way of life, attack our values, attack everything that's made this country great. Every hardworking American, my great-grandparents, grandparents, my parents, who all did it the right way. My wife and I, we took out student loans. We've been paying them back. Help. My wife is still paying a few of hers back. Um, everybody out there who chose to be a plumber, everybody out there who chose to you know, go into the trade, not go to college, on, not take on debt, go get a sociology degree, and now you're going to have a bunch of leftists transfer all of that debt to the hardworking men and women who didn't take on that debt. I find it offensive. I find it immoral. I listen to some of these so-called Christian apologists out there saying, oh, this is the nice thing to do. You know what? If it's a nice thing to do, you go write the check. Don't steal money from me. Don't steal money from the hardworking Americans who didn't take on the debt to then go pay off somebody else's loans. I've had it. We're not going to support this, obviously. We should do everything we can to fight it, to undo it, no matter what he does. I don't even know how he has the power to do it. We'll be studying that. But it's just more of the continued agenda, the continued assault on the values of the American people in every which way that you can possibly imagine. Spending money we don't have to drive up inflation, to kill our economy, and to empower bureaucrats in Washington to attack you and me. Yeah, when, when you guys take power in January, uh, <clears throat> you know, total control, uh, impeach him. Uh, just totally impeach him. I'm, I'm looking out right now through my window at your district and the people of your district driving along right now looking at red brake lights, trying to put food on the table for their kiddos tonight, trying to put gas in the truck, Chip, so they can get to and from work. And now this fool in the White House is going to put the college debt of people who refuse to pay it on these people out here who are, who are working their butts off every day to hell with that idea to hell with it yeah look trey i mean i'm, I'm just as, as as angry as you are about it and i'm certainly going to reflect my constituents who are angry about it and look step one step one for republicans is that we should in no way shape or form give democrats the pen to do a single additional thing with taxpayer money we should oppose any spending bill here in September that's a big omnibus bill. We should oppose any so-called continuing resolution that punts it to a lame duck Congress. We should put all of this stuff on the ballot. We should let the American people decide in November, and then we'll decide spending priorities in January. And that'll be a real test for Republicans. Don't give Democrats the pen to keep doing this to the American people uh, in a lame duck Congress. And we got to get out and take an agenda to the American people to win in November and stop, as the Republican current leadership is doing, allow it to just be, oh, a referendum on how bad the Democrats are. No, we've got to go tell the American people that we're going to have hearings to hold people accountable. We're going to expose all of this stuff for the American people. We're going to have some heads. We're going to have some uh, actual consequences, fire bureaucrats, get rid of some folks, go after Alejandro Mayorkas. And number three, we're going to defund the bureaucrats like these IRS agents. They're going to go after the American people and the FBI that are targeting parents, uh, targeting former presidents, and targeting us every single day, uh, and a DHS that refuses to secure the border. Uh, I think this is common sense, but we've got to go on offense uh, and stop, uh, you know, 
sitting back on our heels, just letting the American people get frustrated with Democrats. Chip, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what people care about is is uh, you know kitchen table issues. How much they're paying for gasoline? How much they're paying for groceries? How much they're paying and the crime in the streets and all that stuff? That's what you know. That's what is bothering people. But I tell you what, this Mar-a-Lago thing is also bothersome in this respect. It's it's moving itself into the kitchen table arena in this respect. Yep. People are starting to get catch on that if they can do it to Trump. And now we've got evidence here that's coming out in, in the form of emails and letters. The Biden administration apparently was running the Trump raid operation through the National Archives into the DOJ and down to Mar-a-Lago. If that turns out to be true, if they can do it to him, they can do it to any of us. Well, Trey, you just said it best, right? The, the American people, let's start with the kitchen table issues. It's all intertwined with the fact that Democrats are using the power of the state to go after them, right? So what you just said, we're going to go after and empower, uh, you know, uh, the, the ability of people to transfer wealth to people in student loans. We are undermining our economy with inflation and big spending. We, we, we paid people not to work, so we're destroying people's jobs. We're spending money and driving up inflation, which is making it impossible for people to afford goods and services. But we're empowering, empowering IRS agents to go after the American people, 85,000 IRS agents to go supposedly collect $200 billion. They're going to be targeting you, listeners, every one of you. FBI agents that are putting threat tags on parents because they dare go to a school board and question the authority of school boards. When, for example, Scott Smith of Loudoun County's daughter was sexually assaulted in a bathroom in the school he pays taxes to. And now they see what's happening here with going after a former president. The American people are seeing this and they're frustrated, but Republicans have got to go on offense yes. and connect this all together, that this is all purposeful. They want open borders yes. that are driving fentanyl into your schools. They want high uh, taxes. They want uh, high inflation. They want an economy that's hurting the American people. They're going to continue to have power if we don't put forward an agenda and right. a direction and a vision that will uh, be a counter to it. That's absolutely right. Got to be, got to take uh, uh, offense. And uh, it's one more thing here, and I want to talk to to the people for just a minute. Uh, Folks, uh, Chip has been on the leading edge, the front of saying, let's defund these organizations inside of our government. It's the power that the Congress has. And so as these organizations, whether it's my orcas or whoever, who is violating the constitutional principles and violating what you want as the American people, the way to take care of it is to defund them. And one thing I want to tell you about, Mayorkas is coming to to San Antonio on Friday. He's not coming here to look at the uh, so-called Immigrant Resource Center that's being staffed, by the way, by our fire department, taking resources off the street to staff these folks down, uh, feed illegal immigrants at the Resource Center here as as they're then flown all over the country uh, by the Biden administration. No, he's coming to talk to the fire chiefs, and his his topic is going to be America is still burning, the U.S., the U.S.'s persistent fire problem. He's not even coming here, Chip, to talk about the open borders, to talk about the mess that we have here. He's not even coming to talk about that or even look at it. He's coming here to talk about America on fire. Well, I'll tell you, America is on fire, but America's on fire because this Homeland Security Secretary is blatantly lying to the American people and saying that we have operational control of our border or that it is secure. He is lying. He is purposely allowing it to be exploited, and Americans are dying. Fentanyl is pouring into your high school's listeners, your kids. One pill will kill. Adderall, uh, you know, Xanax, uh, one joint laced with fentanyl, which the DEA just did a test recently of all the stuff they pulled in off the street, and 40% of it was laced with fentanyl. 107,000 Americans died last year from opioid 
poisoning, opioid overdoses. This secretary knows it, doesn't care. And oh, by the way, the migrants that they say they're compassionate, a thousand of them have died in South Texas, body morgues sitting down in ranches in Brooks County, Texas. It's unconscionable what we're doing. It's terrible for America and it's terrible for migrants. And we're allowing Mexico to turn into a narco terror state that empowers China and Mexico. We have to stop it. A sovereign nation has a secure border. A sovereign nation does what's right for its people. We secure our communities, we protect our kids, we protect our schools. And the director or the secretary of Homeland Security is doing the opposite. I'm going to keep calling him out for it, uh, Trey. Uh, we, he needs to be removed. Our next attorney general, I hope, Chip Roy, <laughs> right now my congressman from my district, and I appreciate you, Chip, and we'll speak again very soon. Thank you for your time as always, congressman. God bless you, Trey. Take care. Thanks. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA.